and if it's not to us, that's okay. Just try to give whatever's meaningful to you to a nonprofit that's a, that means a lot to you. So Again, we're talking about the Center for the Arts this morning and Patience Long with us, along with Mark Williams. And she was talking about Giving Tuesday, which is tomorrow. And again, have you got information on that on your website as well? Yes. Uh, you'll actually, on our Facebook, you'll see some Giving Tuesdays posts starting today. Um, and you can donate straight on our on our website, borougharts.org. You'll see a donate button. You can donate right there. Again, um, no donation is too small. Um, every dollar counts. Every dollar matters. And every dollar is going to get us one step closer to being able to survive this no matter when we're able to do live shows again. Which hopefully will be maybe summer. Oh, we're hoping. Yeah, hoping. we're hoping. Again, Center for the Arts, and also, we're going to just recap here, Rudolph, the play, is coming up, and that is right around the corner, about 10 days from now or so, 11 days from now, December 11th, and that's going to be outdoors. It's going to be, of course, live, and families can come. Tell us again about that. Sure. Mark, I think since your son is, what's it, Hermie? My son is Hermie, and he is actually not even kidding, dyeing his hair blonde tonight. Oh, I love tonight. it. I love it. And he's got these this huge locks he's got so much hair right now that's like the thing right now the shaggy hair for the kids is ridiculous (laughs) one day they'll look back and go why did i do that no they're gonna say why did you let me do that is what they're gonna say uh (laughs) but the the people who love the iconic rudolph the red-nosed reindeer that airs every year the claymation the the stop motion you know it's so very cool it's exactly that and uh, it's got the music from that. It's got some added music. It's got the characters. It's got dancing, um, singing, uh, Santa and the sleigh, and, you know, Rudolph the Red Nose. Um, it, it will be something for all ages. The kids will certainly love it. But the people who grew up with it and who didn't, because how old is that yeah. show? Everybody grew up with that show. Um, will will uh, just have a fun time watching these characters come to life. So costumes have got to be pretty tricky then for that. <laughs> <laughs> they can, yeah. Oh, and there's some good ones yeah. too. So come uh, Denise out and Parton, check them out. who's our um, director of education, I think since October has been in her house with a glue gun and jingle <laughs> bells, and like she actually sent me a picture of the abominable snowman outfit, yes. and it is the abominable snowman. Like it is, that's what it looks like. It's you great. Know. Yeah. yeah. Again, this play is coming up on the Civic Plaza in downtown Murfreesboro, December 11th, first night of it. And then tell me, how many shows are they going to do again? Sure, there's going to, like um, like Charlotte's Web, we have two different casts. So you have cast A and cast B, and that's all on our website, telling them what the kids' names are. So if you have a kid you want to see, you know which day to come. So it's uh, Friday night at 5, five o'clock, Saturdays at 10, 12, and three o'clock and then we have you know cookies with santa for the little ones if you want to buy a ticket for that you know before each before the five o'clock show and the before the three o'clock show you can have little cookies with santa on the lawn out there by civic plaza and you can learn more at borougharts.org you know at the center for the arts you've had a a art gallery in there for a long time and it's a a neat place and and people before the plays especially like to just kind of walk around and look at all the pictures or whatever the art is that month but how are you doing that now? Yeah, so um, we are. St- we still have an on- we have an, an art gallery. It's just virtual. So if you go to our website borougharts.org, you will see we're featuring art that was created during the quarantine. So it's artists who created art during the quarantine, and that's kind of what we're featuring right now. And some of those pieces would be great Christmas presents, and you can buy them on our website. So if you want to go and support local artists, go there, and you will find some really magnificent pieces that are up there. That's a cool idea, but it's borougharts.org, and Mm -hmm. there you can see 
all the art that's currently hanging in there? Yeah, currently hanging online. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but that is, again, online because you can't actually go in there and walk around like you used to be. Yeah, to. yeah. We, we Our offices are open, uh, but we don't open our art gallery or our building, just our offices. Now, something else that is neat that is this week as well, in addition to Giving Tuesday tomorrow, You've got the Christmas tree lighting coming up this Friday. We do. So that's going virtual, too. And I wasn't sure when I heard about it, because I've been involved with the Christmas program since I've been here. And I'm like, how's that going to work? But Sarah Callender and her group at Main Street have done a fantastic job. So they actually reached out to us and said, what could you do as part of this? Because you're always a part of it. So we had some really creative people at the center say, let's do one of our staples, which is a Christmas carol. And we brought Scrooge, who played him two years ago. And they created this six-minute short version of Christmas carol from beginning to end with some pictures interlaid in between of old cast. So it's a fantastic clip. It's about six minutes long that you'll be able to see when you tune in to the live virtual it's tree light. a Christmas Carol in six minutes. It's Christmas Carol in it's, six minutes. It's interesting enough just like that. But yeah. there's some really cool animation <laughs> and acting in it. Yeah. So that is all going to be part of the Christmas tree lighting, which is this coming Friday. And uh, it's not an event where, like we used to, be able to go downtown, stand around on the square, hit a few stores, get hot chocolate. It's not that this year because of COVID. It's not, but it's a lot of local flair to this event and local people being featured. And it's going to air on City TV, uh, Channel 3, YouTube, and Facebook Live through the city. And I believe it starts at 6.30 on Friday night, December 4th. Okay, so that all coming up this coming Friday night. And I know, you know, in the past, that's one of those things that some families would do. Then they'd go Christmas shopping, have dinner. But this year, they can watch it online in the parking lot of the store they're about to hit. Or exactly, exactly. Or just what I do is curbside pickup. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for people to bring me my stuff. <laughs> you know, with, with actors and actresses, those who are involved in plays, they're usually the types of people who, who are people people. You know, they, they enjoy conversation. How has all of this had an impact, you know, that lack of social interaction on the actors you're seeing now? Yeah. Wow, that's a good question. Well, and it's 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 sad. That's the main part that saddens me. While we're trying to do these shows and we're doing, you know, Rudolph and we're doing this five person, um, it's a wonderful life. It's still five people when our Christmas show is normally 40 people. So there are a lot of artists out there who maybe their main job isn't being an artist. You know, they do it on the side, but they do it because they love it and they get fulfillment out of it and they believe in it. And so that has been taken away from a lot of local artists here and all over the world and it is sad and you know we try to do things like a murder mystery online that you get old groups cast together and do it but it's not the same so you know i feel for that community i feel for those that aren't able to use art as an outlet um and so i want to make sure we're here as soon as we can be stronger than ever you know next year you know the last couple of years in schools the teachers have been trying to get kids off of social media more and you know <laughs> in the classroom and focus more but also helping to get kids to interact more with yeah. other kids uh, but now we're going the total opposite direction yeah. and now students are being told well, you have to be on social media more in order to complete this assignment or you have to do everything online it's it's really it's got to be confusing to those who are around, you know, 10 to 15 years old, I'd say. Yeah, and I, I've got two kids in that age range, and, and Mark does too, and these kids here. I will say that our classes, when we started in person in October, sold out really quickly, more so than ever. Um, even the classes that normally don't sell out, um, because parents are looking for an alternate, safe 
place for these kids to go because they're, you're right. The social not seeing people face to face is really affecting some kids. I, as a parent, have a problem because my number one thing to do when someone does something wrong is take away their devices, mm. but they need them from school. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that form of punishment's gone. So, and I will say with my kids, I've actually said after school, I want you to FaceTime with your friends. Like I, that is what you're going to do after school, so you can have that interaction with them. So, I yeah I. I I feel for kids out there. I feel for parents. That's why it was important for us to bring Rudolph to the community. So it's a place where people can get out and go in a safe way. So you you, got to wonder, are we by chance doing more damage for children today who will be graduating in three or four years than what we actually realize? And I don't know. And I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can with my kids. And I think every parent is. Mm -hmm. I started off in person. And then after two of my kids were quarantined back to back, I said, you know, let's just kind of pull them out, get through the holidays. So my kids went from in person to online. Um, And it's tough. In person was tough, but online's even tougher. I mean, and I can't imagine the teachers and having to do all that. So um, kudos to the teachers out there for trying to survive this Mm -hmm. mess we call 2020. I think they're doing a fantastic job. Um, And hopefully our kids won't be too damaged from... And hopefully parents won't be too damaged either. (laughs) Hopefully everybody's just learning. If if anything, we've all learned to be flexible this year. You know, and and the other aspect of all this, if you have the common cold, you go to the doctor, (laughs) and, and then you're told... Well, you got to, you know, quarantine for five days or however many days until the tests come back, three days. And then, so next thing you know, you've got that other issue of the whole quarantine thing where, I'm sorry, I I can't come in because I've got to do this for Uh, three days. It's true. And, you know, even the center, we're on a skeleton staff. So we have one to two people in the building. Last week, I took the week off for, for Thanksgiving and then we had two people left both of them had to quarantine so we had to shut the building down so there are so many small businesses out there that are having this situation where you know if you're exposed you're supposed to quarantine it hurts the business but it's what's best for the society and and the health so it is we're in a sticky tough situation and i'm hoping when that ball drops on 2021 (laughs) somehow it's all going to magically disappear Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Hopefully so. Center for the Arts, downtown Murphy's, bro. With us this morning, we have Patience Long and Mark Williams. For 2021, hopefully things will calm down quite a bit, and hopefully the vaccine will be out and helping folks left and right. But that said, are there plans to actually grow Center for the Arts next year? I mean, because, you know, it, it's hard to grow something in this type of environment you know i think you know more than than others what a great streak we were on i mean we had shows selling out we are busting at the scenes we were talking about alternate locations for our children's program bigger seating space for us i mean we were right where we wanted to be and this pandemic has totally just put a stop to that so my job is to just see us and the staff through this make sure we're still here on the other side offering arts programs and then we'll start building up again but yeah i can't think about you know expanding when i had to cut 20 people i mean that's just not a good a good thing to do so if someone were to offer us a billion dollars or a million trillion dollars i'll take it to expand and come back great but right now i'm focusing on just keeping us here and the center here through this you know it really has been devastating on nonprofits, on local businesses on big chain businesses you know big box retailers it's been i would say hard on everybody but a lot of people don't think about all the nonprofits out there and all that they employ and and they help as well 
So it really does hurt, and it really does hit home with local businesses and local nonprofits. It does. Well, nonprofits, you know, we fill a need in society that the city can't fill and the governments can't fill, and we do it at a fraction of the cost. So, you know, we, there's these nonprofits that do great work in the world, and then our supporters are struggling. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to ask them for money when they don't have a job or they're unsure about their future. So we're all, I mean, everyone's struggling. Nonprofits are, are truly struggling. Um, arts are severely struggling because, you know, we did rely on revenue generating programs that are halted um, not by choice it it was mandated so you know we're all struggling but again our goal is just to be here when this is over better quality than we had before mm-hmm. um, and have an outlet for people both audiences and artists in the community is there money available through the government related to COVID-19 for nonprofits? Yes. So the PPP, I'm sure that you guys talked about, all that was, for the first time, I, my understanding, the Small Business uh, Association um, allowed nonprofits to apply. I don't think nonprofits had ever been involved in that. So that was really nice. And that got a lot of us through the really hard April, May, June when it all was devastating. But that kind of help has run out. We've we've had luck with some of our sponsors and our grants, um, but government support has kind of dried up a little bit. So um, unless they pack, pass another package, I don't know. I don't know anything about politics, so I don't know. Um, there's really not much out there anymore. But they did help us to begin with, which really got us through the summer. I mm-hmm. think. You know, and and I don't know that it could be afforded to do another package because there is gonna be a loss of revenue with taxes coming in, no doubt, come tax season. Yeah. It, you know, it's that first package was so wonderful, but you do have to wonder, and people are on unemployment, like, where's that money coming from and how's it going to affect us moving forward? So it, you know, I'm luckily, I stay in my little art bubble and I try not to think of that because it breaks my brain. See, that stuff breaks my brain, but I do, I do wonder how it's all going to work out. We are pretty much out of time now, but with us this morning from the Center for the Arts, Patience Long and Mark Williams. Giving Tuesday again is tomorrow. Lighting of the Tree is going to be this Friday. Rudolph on the Civic Plaza again, December 11th, first play. And tell us those dates again. Sure. Friday, December 11th at 5 p.m. Saturday, December 12th at 10 p.m., 10, 10 a.m., 12 p.m., and 3 p.m. And you can find out more, borougharts.org or on your Facebook page. Absolutely. Borougharts.org. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having us.